0: Thank you for tuning in to another FAIR podcast. I'm FAIR's Government Relations Director, Rob Law, and joining me today are FAIR's Senior Government Relations Manager, Sherry Randall, and Congressman Brian Babin. Congressman Babin, thank you for joining us today.
1: Great to be with you today, Rob and Sherry.
2: Well, we're really excited to have you here. Um, I'd like to give our listeners a little bit of background on on you. Uh, Representative Brian Babin is from Woodville, Texas, and he began his congressional service in 2015. Prior to that, he served as an airborne artilleryman in the Texas Army National Guard and the U.S. Army Reserve. He went to dental school, and after he finished dental school, he was commissioned as a captain in the U.S. Air Force and he was stationed abroad in Germany. When he returned stateside, he had his own dental practice. Politically, he has uh, served as a school board member, city council member, and mayor. And in Congress, Representative Babin has been a vocal supporter of securing our borders and ensuring that that people coming into America are well-vetted and coming here for the right reasons. Welcome again, Congressman.
1: Thank you, Sherry. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, too.
2: Well, thank you. We saw this election cycle... Donald Trump making huge inroads in deep blue states like Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, the states that are resettling huge number of refugees. And in fact, I believe Michigan gets about 10% of the resettled refugees, second only to California. You have been one of the biggest proponents of limiting the number of refugees. Do you think your legislation or possibly language that could be included in an appropriations bill will be considered during the lame duck
1: you know i can't answer that with any certainty but i i, I can say this with certainty and i will be working extremely hard and diligently to, to see that that language is put into uh, another continuing resolution or a spending bill of some sort uh during the lame duck
0: that's great and another key voting demographic for uh, President-elect Trump appears to have been American workers who felt that trade agreements have hurt jobs. Half of Michigan's electorate felt that trade takes away jobs, and they supported Trump 57% to 36 In Ohio, 47% of voters said workers are hurt by trade agreements that favor foreign workers, and they lined up for Trump by more than two to one margin. President Obama and some leaders in Congress have been pushing the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement that would increase foreign workers in the United States and nation and across the world and was trying to get this through earlier this year, and that stalled. Is there any chance that we have to worry about this during the lame duck, or is the TPP now a non-starter?
1: I think it's a non-starter. I really do. I don't think we're going to see it during the uh, lame duck. Uh, certainly, the, the current president would love to have that come forward, but... Uh, you know, in light of the fact that our new president, uh, the way he's been talking about TPP, it's just—I think it's—it's uh, it's probably going to be a, a dead issue. And let me also say this as well, guys, because you know you're asking about the refugees and the, and the immigration uh, issues. Um, those were probably first and foremost, along with the with the trade deals with some of these blue states that went red, but uh, the immigration. The absorption of refugees, uh, from terrorist hotspots, uh, being farmed out around the nation by our own federal government and private contractors, I think was one of the driving forces behind, uh, Mr. Trump's amazing success in the, uh, in the, in the Republican presidential primary and also in the general election when he, where he just was victorious over Mrs. Clinton. And uh, I think it was a huge surprise, and I think you can compare it to the Brexit vote uh, of the European Union and, and the United Kingdom uh, voting to uh, exit uh, the uh, the EU. Uh, people are very, very nervous about absorbing uh, refugees. And it's not because they're not compassionate. It's because we see uh, what is going on in Western Europe. We see... Uh, and hear our own FBI directors and our Secretary of Homeland Security uh, and the uh, uh, di- uh, directors of national intelligence telling us that they can't really vet and screen these people properly. We see the terrorist activity, the absolutely horrendous uh, terrorist and atrocity events that have occurred not only uh, here in the United States. Uh, uh, with Orlando and San Bernardino and Boston, uh, but also the terrible, terrible things that have happened in Western Europe uh, because of unvetted refugees and unlimited migration and and uh, and immigration. And we don't want to see a repeat of Western Europe, of of Brussels, of Nice, uh, of Paris. And we don't want to see that happening in the United States. And for our leadership and the current administration to be that willfully blind to allow this to occur in, in the United States, I think, is 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 criminal. And I think the American people stood up, spoke loud and clear. And uh, I think this was a mandate election. And I believe this is going to be in the 115th Congress better look like being one of the main issues. Uh, on the agenda to get past, and that is some control of our borders, a uh, halting of our uh, refugee influx from uh, terrorist hotspots, and uh, a absolute uh, trying to, to protect the American citizens, which is our very first duty as we uh, give our oaths of office as elected officials. We must maintain the national security. And uh, so that's my my position on the immigration issue. And uh, again, on on TPP, I really, I would be very, very surprised if that came up during the lame duck uh, uh, session.
2: Well, Congressman, I think you're absolutely right on target with what you said. Um, One of the things that keeps coming up over and over is the surge in the so-called Latino vote. Fair actually did a report that showed immigration issues don't really impact Latino votes. Rather, Latinos tend to support candidates that favor uh, government playing a larger role in the economy and society. And this was actually borne out this election cycle by the fact that Trump received 2% more of the Latino vote than Romney, despite making immigration a central issue to his campaign. You?
1: Well, you know, Sherry, my my observation there is that uh, you know they tried the, the left, the the mainstream media, and the Democratic Party and the Hillary campaign tried to make it look uh, that that like Trump was a a complete xenophobe, uh, that he was racist, that he was anti Hispanic, uh, on and on, and they did a tremendous hit uh, job on him. For month after month after month, he did make some, uh, you know, he did make a few, uh, 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 you know, I, I think some statements that that uh, he didn't uh, probably misspoke on. But listen, Hispanics like any other group, they are desirous of peace. They are desirous of law and order. They want jobs. They want security. They they want. Uh, the very same things that all of us want, and uh, the Republican Party, uh, I think, did a did a, a great job of. of you know, I, I can tell you this: that Mr. Trump got more Hispanic voters to vote for him than did uh, than Mr. Romney did. And uh, so, I think I think that I think the, the, it's going to be incumbent upon us as a, as uh, elected officials and the Republican Party, uh, we want to we want to. Reach out to everybody, and if 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 these people are desirous of uh, being free, patriotic Americans, that want to they want to assimilate uh, and and fit into to our American culture and society and heritage. Uh, hey, I'm all for them, but listen, when we look at Western Europe and see the no-go zones of uh, some of the great cities of Europe, like Paris and Brussels and Denmark and Hamburg, Germany, and on and on. Where you've got whole neighborhoods no-go zones where even the police are afraid to go. We don't need that here. We want people that will come in. Our nation is a nation of immigrants, and we want folks to assimilate. We want folks to become uh, patriotic Americans that uh, uh, that will love their their adopted country, and whose whose uh, whose offspring, their children, will and grandchildren will feel the same as all the rest of us. We love America. America is the greatest nation for freedom and liberty. It was a great experiment back in 1776. It has really and truly been, as Reagan said, a shining city on a hill, and we must maintain that. We cannot, in the name of political correctness, do things that are absolutely diametrically opposed to our well-being uh, our American heritage and culture, and to the detriment of national security and the safety of American citizens. And that's where, that's the bottom line. And uh, that's the way I think uh, uh, that's my observation.
2: Well, again, uh, we would wholly agree with your observation. I have a question. Do you think now that Trump has won, we will uh, end the conversation on so-called comprehensive immigration reform?
1: I certainly hope so, because, you know, comprehensive immigration uh, reform has been simply just a euphemism for amnesty. And we are a nation of laws, and I think this is part of the Trump phenomenon. People are tired of folks coming in illegally, uh, and, and, and their hard-earned tax dollars are having to pay for people who are not supposed to be here. And also, we've, we've got 86,000, excuse me, 86,000 criminal aliens, um, many of, of whom were illegal, uh, been released uh, from prison, who have, who have murdered, who have raped, who have robbed American citizens. And let me tell you something. The Hispanic uh, community is being hit as hard or harder than any other segment of our society by some of these people. They know uh, that people need to obey the law and that the administration is certainly with uh, in many of our great uh, sanctuary cities, so-called in, in the United States, uh, are truly places where criminal aliens uh, can be, uh, be, be operating uh, above the law. And then when they're finally deported, they just simply come back in. It's a revolving door, and it's costing the lives of many, many uh, innocent Americans. <clears throat> and that kind of stuff must stop. And that goes for any American uh, that wants to, wants to stay here and start a new life.
0: Congressman Babin, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we encourage our listeners to visit your website, babin.house.gov, and our website, fairus.org. And additionally, to follow us on Facebook and Twitter to continue to learn more about the important immigration issues that affect us all. Thank you, Congressman. Mm-hmm.
1: You bet, Rob. Thank you.